what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Gentlemen, welcome to a special schools almost out for summer edition of Big Fan episode 73 volume 4 coming in loud and clear here on May 21st, a few days before my birthday, Hank. My name is Chad East and I'm a big fan of the reopening of Pelican Snowballs Tuesday's buy one get one free snowball night. Family weddings where the whole family gathers in a resort like location and you learn special secrets about your family that you could never have dreamed of. Can't wait to talk to him about yeah. it here. <laughs> so. Seeing the joy and excitement in your kid's face when the countdown to the last day of school reaches single digits, which it is in right now. Yeah, I know. Yes, Hank. Okay. Go ahead. My name's Hank Eimer, and I'm a big fan of walking outside in the morning knowing you no longer need a jacket. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Celebrities thinking their acting skills are going to help them in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. And going through your car and finding five pairs of sunglasses. Oh, jackpot. <laughs> jackpot. That actually feels like you're describing a little piece of heaven to me. Because I always feel like when I go to heaven, I die. I go to heaven. Sunglasses. Any sunglasses I want, they're all around me. I can look under Arms the couch. Reach. There's, there's one. There's over here. I grab one. You know, it's sunglasses. How do you find five pair in one setting? Well, I, I was going through my car because I'm, I got a new car. Mm, and yes, so I uh, was taking everything out of my car. Well, I've been in my car for since 2015. So seven years. Long time. And before, let me add to this. So Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Thompson. <laughs> you lose the bet because he said there's no way in this world that we live in that Hank Eimer will ever, ever buy a new car, but you did. I did. And you proved him wrong. I proved him wrong. I might have done it out of spite. <laughs> but, I, you know, you have to go through your car, and in every nook and cranny, there was something. Yes. I mean, you know, if you live in 1,000 square feet, you fill 1,000 square feet. If you live in 10,000, you fill 10,000. Well, I filled my Tahoe, every nook and cranny, and it would be like, I'd be digging in my center console. Boom! Oakley's. I'm like, oh, hey, hey, I like these. I haven't seen these. You know, I've been wearing these other two. Then you're like behind the seat, under it. You're like, oh, free Dunkin' Donut (laughs) glasses that I got at the Carolina game. I like these. And then, you know, you're in the back and you're searching through an old book bag that was back there and you thought, hey, this is my tennis backpack. Nope. Sunglasses in that bag. It's it's like the Chad bag. Crawdad's logo is on them. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) So ended up, you know, five pair of sunglasses, probably three or four you would wear. Understood. Like reality, but there was five pair in there. Yeah, and you get in a pinch. That's right. When you get in a pinch, you've always got the spare. So let me ask you, what is the craziest or the oldest, funkiest thing that you found in your car? Because, you know, I got a new car six months ago, so I had to do the same routine. Tell me what you found in there. Okay. The one thing that I, I thought was the grand prize of the whole thing is I found my Eclipse sunglasses you know they're they look like 3d glasses but they had the foil (laughs) like on them and so i found those and they were mint condition wow mint condition so i am ready for you know in 2683 years (laughs) when it it has an eclipse again i'm going to be prepared the 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 funkiest thing i found is in between 
my center console and my passenger seat. So I'm not taking credit for this. This is Reaganheimer territory. Yes. This is this is her side. I don't ride in that side. Maybe Harris did it. I don't know. It wasn't me. I don't sure. take claim. There was a good half a bag of beef jerky dumped in between the seat and the center console that you know you couldn't get to unless yeah. you're really looking. And you know, jerky is kind of funky immediately. It could have been down there six years. It could have been down there six months. Hadn't changed. It looked like I could eat it. <laughs> Bring it into the next show. <laughs> I will eat it. You know, I love beef jerky. It doesn't matter how old or funky it is. I will eat it, and my kids and wife can attest to that. It's so. in Viewmont vacuum okay. <laughs> sucker system, oh, no, so I don't know. God. But it, it Never was... throw away good jerky. All okay. right? Come on. Now you know. Now I know. It's yes. Chad jerky. Yes. Okay. Whenever I so can that's, eat it. That's, where I, that's probably the funkiest. How about you? What did you find? So I got a new car. Six months ago, and I've realized that cleaning out consoles, uh, glove compartments, and all this stuff, I found something that had been with me the last four cars since 1997. It probably I have never kept, was used. It was never used. But why would I transfer this one item? I can't recall. The only thing that would stick in my head was, let's say I'm leaving an event, and I don't have any gum or anything, and maybe I've had one beer, and I'd don't want to get pulled over by the cop, but if I do, I want to be ready for him. It was a pack of Tic Tacs that was branded from the company I started to work with in 1996. Only worked there for one year, so I, this, I had to have had it since 1996. Maricel was the name of the company. Yeah. White Tic Tacs I've had for over almost. Are they so, in this car? No, I ended up throwing them away, but Thank I went. I, I made it. It made it to the, that last transition of cars. So I was like, Chad, why are you holding on to Tic Tacs for over? 15 years. That's that's, that's like that's hoarder weird. territory. That's really weird. Yes, Pretty but, soon you're going to be keeping your own fecal material. Well, you never know, Hank, what happens behind closed doors. Anyway, you mentioned your solar eclipse glasses. Did you realize on Sunday night a lunar eclipse mixed with the blood moon took place here in Hickory, North Carolina? Not just in Hickory, but across the world. If okay? you believe in aliens, that's like... <laughs> well, that's, that's like your Super Bowl. That's where I'm. That's where we're going. Going with this. So we were at a wedding all weekend, and uh, you got some good Tic Tac info. Our producer is putting up. Do they expire? How do you know if a Tic Tac expires? Oh, it's got days. Interesting. Baby. Oh yes, it's got. Dates. Oh yes. <laughs> but I bet they last for at least twenty years. So I probably could have popped a couple of those Tic Tacs six months ago. But anyway, I digress. Hank. So this, we were at a wedding, and we were hearing all about this lunar eclipse. And, you know, normally when you come back from a wedding that's an all-weekend-long session, by Sunday you're pretty wiped out. We were told the eclipse wouldn't start till about 10.30 or 11.30 and last till about midnight. So Olivia, who's big into the stars, just like me, she was like, Dad, are we going to watch it? And I did not want to overpromise. I was like, Olivia, I mean, it's 10.30 or 11 on Sunday. We're going to be exhausted. Daddy probably going to be sleepy time. She was like, but this is once in a lifetime. And I was like, Let's, let's do this. You go outside and look at it. If you see it's out there, come in and wake me up. This was about 9. So about 10, 45, 11, I hear the back door, because I'm sleeping. I hear the back door close, and I, say, I was like, okay, it's got to be Olivia. Well, I don't hear anything, but I come back inside. So I was like, wow, maybe it's just so overwhelming she can't even move. You know, she's just flabbergasted by the beauty. So I go outside, and... I've always said this to all my friends who come to my house. You know the deck that we had the draft on? Yeah. Okay. There is this perfect clearing of the trees. 
It's where I see stuff. And you know what stuff I'm talking about. Alien life. Okay. Okay. I've seen weird stuff. And it's always between these trees. It's the perfect clearing. And I looked, I looked down first because Olivia's below in the yard. She's like, Dad, it's not out. I can't see it. And I was like, see what? And she was like, the eclipse, obviously, Dad. And I looked up. As I was saying this, the clouds were parting right in the little spot. And the moon was shining right in front of me. I was like, Olivia, look up. She was like, Dad, it was not here eight seconds ago. And I was like, Olivia, because I wasn't out here. Mm-hmm. It felt me open the back door, step onto the dock deck. The clouds clear. There's the eclipse. We might need to end this show right now. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this with you anymore. Listen to this. This is even weirder. It's like Olivia. Oh, it doesn't get much weirder. I, I was like, that. Olivia, it's beautiful. And we looked at it together because we had been talking about this for, you know, the whole week. And we had been planning what we were going to do. And I was like, all right, I'm going back to bed. And she was like, okay, I'm staying out here. And I was like, okay. I walked in. I closed the door. She said three seconds after the door closed, the clouds came and covered it up again. What do you think about that, Hank? I think you may be under power lines or <laughs> there, you're like – in a direct line with a nuclear power plant, something's going on. Okay, listen, your daughter, I trust. Okay, yes. I trust her immensely. Yes. You, I do not. <laughs> Can okay? I? Just, I'm going to add to the story. I don't story. know how you went to bed, like what condition you went to bed in. <laughs> I was in. perfectly sober. Okay. But perfectly fine. Knowing where you were that weekend, Friday night, Saturday Might night, have been and who groggy. you were with. Could have been groggy. Who you were with. There would have been clouds in there up in that head. Well, listen to this. So the next morning, the girls are in the kitchen talking about, you know, the eclipse and everything. And so Olivia explained the story just like how I told it, because it is exactly like that. I walk out, boom, they part. We look at it. I leave. She tells Lucy Rose, and Lucy Rose says, I think Dad might be an alien. That's what she says. And, you know, maybe she's right, Hank. God. Because you know what happened on Monday of this week? The UFO hearings in Congress. First time. A collection of U.S. officials have talked about unidentified flying objects in over 50 years together as a group. You know what they decided? Tell me. They have no decisions. No decisions. Why do you make that so dramatic? Because the meeting was a farce. They All the stuff we already know. I don't know why they brought it and had to have the Congress get together to talk about it. Was it behind it's, closed doors? No. I mean, it was open to the public. That's what I'm yeah. saying. They advertised. They think, come. You come. know what they probably did? Listen, this is the first. This is the making of the meeting. Yes. Steve, <laughs> this is what we're going to do. Look, <laughs> look, 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 look. We're going to talk about, we're going to make them feel like we're going to talk about UFOs. Now, I know it's crazy. I know it's crazy. <laughs> but we are going to get, do you know what our ratings will be? There are going to be people all over this country that will listen to this crap. Okay. Uf, we're going to call it the UFO hearing. It's going to be great. Hey, Chad, fell for the old scammer's trick. Fell for the old scammer's trick. Well, I guess I did, Hank, because I watched every minute of it. Yeah, you and did. And my sister actually thought I might go. She was like, you don't happen to be in Washington, D.C. right now for the UFO <laughs> hearings. I was like, no, but I am watching it. And, yeah, it was a complete bore. They didn't tell us anything new. It's a stuff we already knew, so... Anyway, a big disappointment. Did they show the Bigfoot video where he's no. all grainy? No, they did not show that. Did they that. show the UFO that you can clearly see the uh, <laughs> the string, the string <laughs> holding it up? Did they show the Loch Ness Monster picture of the <laughs> yeah. little lizard head coming up? They no. didn't show any of that, Hank. So anyway, I think I might hold my own UFO hearing Congress here in Hickory, North Carolina. We might bring it up next summer. 
got a couple okay. people interested. You want to attend? Would you like to? You be a keynote speaker if you like. I would. Let me be the other side. Okay. Let me be on a panel. Okay. Let me be the other side. Yes. And you know, I, I'll just listen to what you say, and then people can ask questions. There'll be a lot of. You're an idiot. Yeah. See, I'll be like there. Agent Mulder, and you can be like Agent Scully. Mulder believed. Scully did not believe, but at the end of X-Files, she believed. They you, saw an alien every can, time. You can be Scully, okay? I'll be Mulder. Okay. Okay? All right. All right, All right good. So anyway, that kind of wraps up what our weekend was like. Thank God. <laughs> you know, so, except, can I talk about the wedding? Sure. So we went to this wonderful wedding. My wife's nephew, Zach, who I met when he was like seven years old. That's how long my wife and I have been together. And he married this wonderful lady. Her name is Hannah. They live in Durham. He's a journalist. She is going to be a professor or something like that. But they're really smart, really beautiful. They're bridesmaids and groomsmen, gorgeous, young, just full of life. The world is their oyster, all in front of them. So the wedding was at Pinehurst. Pinehurst is a resort town. Cheeseburger there costs twenty eight bucks. You know, like a beer is sixteen dollars. Everything there is expensive. Like stadium food. It's great. It's very similar to stadium food. Anyway, we get down there and it's lovely. Uh, we are on Pinehurst number two. Jennifer's mom rented us a house. Our, our whole family is there. And when you go to weddings that are family weddings, you go to a wedding with your wife and it's for friends. You know, you're going to have a big time, and you know. It's going to just be a party. But when you go right. with a family, it's a family. So you bring in your kids. These people are bringing their kids. All your families are together. You talk about family stuff. And, you know, as the night goes on, you know, the kids go to bed and then you're more family stuff. And, more, and before you know it, you're le learning secrets about your family from your father-in-law or your mother-in-law or the cousin's sister who had a couple too many spritzers. Oh, yeah. And she's sharing it with the world, right? right. So I just learned just... So many, I can't talk about it on air, obviously, but really so many special things that, you know, possibly a, a sitcom or a, or maybe a soap opera could be made of our family. Incriminating? Yes. Very. Many, not very, you know, kind of harmless things, but stuff I would think. So you're telling me now that he was married to her, but then they divorced and now she is married to him? Then got divorced and remarried the first guy. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like these triangles, it's oh, yeah. bizarre. But anyway, you don't find out these things unless you go to a family wedding. Yeah. That's where it all happens. Let's get weird. Let's get real strange. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been to one of these weddings where you learn or been to an event where family members are around, like not necessarily a Thanksgiving dinner when Uncle Jimmy has had one too many uh, right, of right, grandpa's right. cough medicine? Right. But you know, anything that off the wall? Well, you know, I think, I think. The very first one that I can think of is when you get invited to your was my girlfriend at the time hmm. beach trip. Okay. Right? Okay. Yes. So you go to the beach Love with it. her family, and so you don't have the comfort of your family, and you walk into this thing, and you're like, listen, this is going best behavior all the time. P's and Q's. Absolutely. All the time. All day long. What do you want to do? Go to the beach? Let's go to the beach. Yes. Out to dinner? I'll be the first one to get dressed. I'll drive. I'll, dr I, yes. I'll drive. I'll unpack the car. I'll put the umbrella up. I'll put the chairs out. Cooler. Packed, ready to go. Need more eggs? I'll run to the store. Bingo. Right? Love it. Then, after the first night, everybody's, you know, it's really cool. It's, you know, everybody's having fun. And then we play games and everything. The next day, you go out on the beach. That's when people start drinking, and it starts getting a little bit wild. And then, next thing you know, that evening, somebody comes out in their underwear. You know? And, so, and there's sunburn really bad. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic. And I so, can picture you know, it. The, the, uh, the relationship either goes south 
or it just keeps flourishing. Sure. Right? Yeah. So I would say that's probably the first time that I've ever been put in a weird spot. Makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot, Hank. I like it a lot. So tell me, man, you know, this, you know we opened, it, opened the show today with it's a special. School's almost oh, yeah. out for summer. We're about a week and a day away from the last day of school, which means for our kids... EOGs. Yep. And I know EOG time down here in Hickory is a very stressful time for these kids. They worked all hard all year, learning, 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 and now they have the test. They make a three, four, five to pass, or one, two. They got got to go through summer school. Yeah. It's, and it's stressful for the teachers, of course, because they've got to like get them prepared and it's a reflection of them. Sure. And yeah. It, it's tough. And I think this year was the first year Harris ever felt like. Hey, hey, I gotta make this happen. Yeah, I gotta make it time. happen. Like you know, elementary school that wasn't the deal. Middle school, now now we're in the midst of it. So has Harris taken his EOGs yet? He took yeah the reading one on Tuesday. Yeah, and I guess Lucy Rose and him are on the same schedule. That's right, because they're the same school. Yep. And yesterday was off, and today was math. Today's math. Today, today was the, the big day. Today was the big day. Today's the big day. A lot of nerves happened around in my house last night and this morning. You could. It's funny when it's EOG day. They get up a little early. Yeah. You know, they, they're prepping themselves. Eat a little bit more Eat breakfast. Bit more breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Just like our parents told us when it was back in our day, I think it was called the cat test. Do you remember those cat tests? Oh, they had yeah. blue books. You fill out the circles. Um, you They'd say, go to bed a little earlier tonight. Wake up a little earlier as well. Eat a little more. Get ready. Just feel like you're ready. Right. And we pass that down to our kids because they're doing the same thing. It's so interesting to me. But you know the thing is too is I, I think the thing that we also are passing down are the like like if they study all year and they've got good grades all year your girls are smart right mm-hmm. they've got great grades mm-hmm. bring home great report cards yes it's kind of like playing a sport you've gone to practice and worked hard all season now you got a game that's right. the reward you're gonna do well exactly you're gonna do well what's the pressure. That's well, the, that, and that's what I was talking about last night, exactly Harris. Right. I was like, you know, if if you had not, if if you were getting bad grades and you weren't working hard, and I, I'd be nervous too, sure, because you're going to do poorly. But you put in the work, so there's no reason to freak out. We don't demand per- uh, perfection, right? Although we do demand perfection. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You could not have said it any better. You have prepped all year. This is your game, your big game, but you're ready for it. So, and see, this is the funny thing. I mentioned that to Lucy Rose. I was like, you're ready. And she was like, you're right. I am ready. You know, so she, she knows it, but they still, they're still nervous because it's, you know, you got to produce on the big stage, which is the EOG, which they will because they're ready. So anyway, I'm looking forward to seeing how that turns out. And so we're wrapping up seventh grade, and Harris is wrapping up sixth grade, and Olivia is wrapping up junior year. She's a senior next She'll year? She'll be a senior this next year. This is ridiculous. Unbelievable. So now she's got to go look at schools. Yes. Probably already, maybe. We've already started. already seen. Already started some, looking sure. a couple. But yeah. going to visit some campuses. That's right. And start to have to make a decision. It's getting ready to be crunch time. Crunch yeah. time. She's doing well, too. So she's a junior marshal. So they escort the high school seniors for graduation. I think it's their graduation is next Friday, I believe. So anyway, she's been doing that. So she's enjoying that. And she got her first job, Hank. So this, I think I've heard this. Yes. I've heard the words on the street. Words on the street. Words she on is, the street. The girl's got her own gig. So 
her friends are fantastic ice cream scoopers at Utterly Delicious. And so she goes there a lot to hang out with them while they're scooping away. You know, 70 or 127? 127. Okay. And so, anyway, I was like, this has been months ago. I was like, Olivia, you know, what you want to do this summer? Because, you know, we're not going to sit around and play video games. Yeah. We're going to go do something, either, you know, an activity, join something, or get a job. And she was like, I'll get a job. I was like, seriously? She's like, yes. And I was like, well, here's the deal. By May 15th, that was the deadline. Make sure you have the plan, uh, me and mommy, and let's make sure everything's cool so you're ready to go right when school starts. Well, on Monday, she said, she sent us a text. Ladies and gentlemen, you're talking to a new new employee at Utterly Delicious, ah. making banana splits day in and day out. Day in and day out. <laughs> so I'm going to give her a couple weeks. Let yes, her feet wet. Please. You know, because she said... What if I really suck at it? I was like, Olivia, it's putting ice cream in a scooper and putting it in a cone. You're a smart girl. So I said, you can handle You're this. Be fine. Exactly. So anyway, June first. June first, first day. First day. Olivia, I'm going to give you to <laughs> June fifteenth. There you okay, go. Okay, June fifteenth. I'm coming in. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. I'm going to let you st- craft your skill. I'm putting it on my calendar right now. June and 15th. favorite flavor of ice cream, Hank? Have we ever discussed this? I feel like we have. Give it to me here. I, I like cookies and cream. Cookies and cream. I like. Can never I like wrong. that. I mean, I think that that Oreo kind of cookies and cream is good. I come from a long line in my house of bad ice cream eaters. Really? I, like, they, what do you mean? They do nothing but mint chocolate chip. Only strictly. Only. That's it. They they and and I'm not saying which I, isn't a bad selection, I, but you gotta sometimes mix it up. Okay, I, go ahead. Can you imagine? Every time you go to the freezer, all that's in there is mint chocolate chip. That would be rough. Hershey's no variety. a bowl every night of mint chocolate, chocolate chip. What is the brand? Briars. Briars. Yeah. That was our go-to bri- brand too growing up. How about you? What are you? You like a pralines and cream guy? I won't turn it down, but if I have a choice, I this is weird. I'm weird because I'm half alien, but I'm black cherry. That's not too weird. <laughs> you don't no, think? Like, no, okay, no, no, good, no. good, good. You know, an occasional butter pecan. I mean, do you ever mix a little butter? That's like in the alien mix? slash old man. Right <laughs> exactly. There. I'm an old man alien. Uh, have then, you ever tried the black cherry, or have you ever tried cherry chocolate shake at cookout? The cherry chocolate shake's no. the jam. Really? Oh, yeah. I will have to do that. Normally at cookout, I'm a watermelon shake, which is God, pretty, that's it's pretty weird. Like, my kids cannot believe, watermelon shake? I mean, I just dig it. I like weird stuff, well, man. I like peanut butter banana. That's that's yeah. I like that. Ooh, one. that would get really like thick. It feels like in a little filling. Oh, it's great. Ooh, you eat the whole one, the whole big cookout shake. You Pe- mean the the normal shake the, that most people can eat? That thing is massive. That's like a three dayer at our house. Three dayer. I mean, you eat quarter of it, put it in the freezer, come back the next day, let it thaw out a little bit, eat another quarter. It'll hey, last a weekend. That spoon's spinning. Not by the time we get home, <laughs> it didn't even back to the driveway. It is- Gold is gold. Well, this is a perfect segment to what I wanted to talk to you a little bit about today, Hank. So let's, uh, this is a new segment we'll call, it's replacing Hank's hierarchy. What would Hank like better? We've kind of done this in so many different ways, but let's imagine, if you will, you could only choose one of these two things I'm going to tell you. You can only, for the rest of your life, once you make this decision, you can never go with the other one. Do you understand what I'm saying? We're at dinner. Okay, you all we go out to eat wherever it might be, anywhere for the rest of your life. You can choose to have any appetizer. You're getting the entree for sure. Big boy like you, gotta have an entree. Okay, gotta have it. But you can only get the appetizer or the dessert. You cannot have both. 
What are you sacrificing to have the other for the rest of your life at a restaurant? There is not a hitch in this. Is this I, easy? This is easy okay. for me. I am. I would much rather have a bag of chips over cookies, ice cream, or anything else. So I would go with an appetizer over the dessert. Let's say it's this a formal event, you know, and so the dessert might be like creme brulee or um, cake <laughs> or something, you know, with flames coming out of it, you know, one of those right, right. cherries jubilee, let's say, or, you know, does that change your mind? We're not talking about just a cookie. No, I'm not. We're talking about a real prime to time dessert. No, I'm, I'm, I, I, I can live without dessert. Me too. I, I agree. Same place? Same place I'm, not I'm the exact, because I, I like a soup. And the soup comes prior as like an appetizer to the entree. Dessert, I'll be completely honest, I never eat dessert at a restaurant. I hardly do either. Ever. I hardly do. And I hear that is the biggest mistake in eating like out at a fine restaurant. You always have to end with dessert. Forget it. I just, I don't have any desire. I don't either. Let me load up early and then I'll have an after dinner drink. Sure. You know, hey, sure. that's not a dessert. That's a dessert. No. That's a dessert. Not the ones I drink. No, 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 no. <laughs> not that kind. <laughs> but anyway, so learned a little bit more about you. That's the only one I had queued up for you today. App or dessert. That's the segment? That, that's the segment. That's the segment? App or dessert. Okay. You know? How about that? Oh, it's boring. You, you got one off the top of your tongue? You wanna, I don't. You want to throw my way? I don't. Because okay. listen, if you're going to go at a segment, maybe I'd have a little bit more time to think about that one, but I wouldn't. That's all right. But do, can I can I bring in Please. a conversation piece right I, here? I insist. My second one was celebrities thinking that their acting skills are going to help them in a courtroom. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Have you watched any of this Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp? Hank, I'm afraid. I have seen a few minutes, but it was so kind of like, not disgusting. It was crazy, the things they were talking about. I had to kind of leave the... Leave the event. Tell me what what's been going I on. I haven't here. been watching very much of it. I'm just getting pieces from like social media and yeah. stuff like that. But I think the moral of the story is this: Amber Heard chick is getting dominated in that in that courtroom. Yes, I mean getting hammered. I think the Johnny Depp's attorneys are like the Jordan, you know, and Magic Johnson right. of 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 you know um, of attorneys, mm-hmm. whereas Heard's are like. Curly Neal <laughs> and Scott Cherry. I mean, they're just getting yeah. hammered left and right. And she, every time she's asking a question, she looks at the jury and like tries to appeal to them. But I saw one time they were talking about Aquaman, like the Aquawoman or whatever. Yeah, the, she's in a movie. movie the yeah. Aquaman, right? Yeah. And they talked about her part. And they said, how do you think you got your part? And she was like, I auditioned for it. And she's like, the, the attorney for Johnny Depp was like, you mean Johnny Depp got you that part? <laughs> what did she say? She said, "Ma'am, I auditioned." <laughs> and the uh, and the attorney was like, "Johnny Depp got you that job." And I mean, you could tell they are getting mm. just celebrity caddy, and yes. you just want to. I, I I don't want to watch it, but it is fascinating. And like you were saying earlier, why would Johnny Depp bring this out in public unless he felt like his career was? Like struggling, and he wanted to be pulled back out the, a little boost. into the eye. You know, I mean, you know, but through tragedy, a lot of times celebrities find success. I mean, look oh, at Robert Downey Jr. Absolutely. And you know, I mean, there's tons of people that do it. So maybe he wants a little bit of controversy to do it. But 
I mean, they're talking about pooping in bed. Yes. And they're talking about, like, it's just real bad stuff. Some gross yeah. stuff over there. That you would only want to keep between you and your your ex-wife or whatever, right? You don't right. want the world to know. Right. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, Johnny Depp's got to be a weird dude. I mean, you see him out in public. He's got to be cool, dude. But he's got to have kind of a, a a little bit of a weird to him. Absolutely. And uh, he's proven that. And do you know he has not looked at her one time? I heard. I read that yesterday. He has not made eye contact one time so yeah. far. Yeah. Does she look at him? I mean, I, I Oh, I'm sure she does. Yeah. I don't know. But I think it's amazing. I mean, that guy has enough control yeah. in his body to not look at her. Well, think of it. These are two actors. What are they, I mean, are they telling the truth? Is this all a sham, you know, when they're on the... They better tell the truth, they're under oath. Yeah, but they're actors. Who knows what they're telling? Oh, I hope she gets thrown in jail. <laughs> I don't think that anyone could get thrown in jail, I right? She, I think it's... I hope she gets accused million. of perjury and she gets, <laughs> she gets life. How long would she last in jail? Not long. That pretty thing? How long Not would you like long. last in jail? No, Not this is long. My thing. This is my segment. <laughs> All right, this is my segment. <laughs> yeah, I'm right? trying to transition. A, You're not letting me transition. No, I've got a great segment right here. <laughs> okay. It's Chad, what would you rather? Okay. Please. What would you rather? It's just yes. like you did with the appetizer yeah. and the and thing. dessert. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Say you did a crime. Yes. Okay. You do a blue collar crime. Okay. Oh, no, you do a white collar white crime. White collar crime. Okay. You do a white collar crime and you are given pretty. Pretty extensive white collar crime, right? Mm -hmm. And you are you you've taken a ton of money from people, and you get four consecutive forty-five year terms. Say good behavior. You're not getting out. Mm. You're not getting out. Okay, four consecutive terms. Scary, but you're going to be in a minimum security place in Arizona or Florida. Yeah. All right. Understand. Now, fast forward, you go into a supermarket with your daughter. There's somebody that comes to you. You happen to have a shiv on you. <laughs> and you get up under his armpit and you stab him. And <laughs> For no reason at all. Well, he was he, just passing me in line. No, he, was, he, was, he, he was talking. Oh, okay. He was okay. talking. It okay. was an altercation. Okay. And, uh, Fighting over the last cantaloupe no, in you, the something. You, you get on him and you get a, a, a felony count. Okay. But you're sentenced to 10 years for attempted murder and aggravated assault, and you get 10 years at maximum security, maximum security and good behavior gets you out in five. What would we go with, Chad? What would we go with? Well, I've never been so excited on this show in my life. Here's, this is how my brain works, Hank. So I could get out of maximum security in five years. I won't last five minutes. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'll be someone's little toy in there, and I'll probably die. Okay. You know, I mean, I'm not going to last long okay, at all. Okay, You get me in the minimum security. Maybe your golf game gets better. Exactly. Maybe I can even create my own uh, crew okay. inside there where, okay, you know, okay. like I'm the ringleader. I'm Maybe like a boy band crew. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I'm you getting, guys could dance. I'm getting, <laughs> and I'm getting things like uh, embezzled into the uh, jail. I'm getting Tic Tacs. I'm getting all this oh, yeah, fun, yeah, you know, yeah, fake yeah. cell phone, cell phones, whatever. Burner phones. Burner phones. I'm getting all the stuff that I really need to survive. I mean, I could almost create like my own little country club inside that okay. minimum security jail. You know what I'm all saying? Right, all right. I could even have a little posse that kind of followed me around. I'd lift a lot of weights. I'd be ripped. Ripped, Hank, right? Okay. Uh, they, I don't think they have that kind of gym there. 
I'm, yeah, I think they've got outside. Like, and I think they've got weights. I think weights. I think the uh, minimum security has like bands. You know, they, they don't, they, <laughs> or you can just do jumping. Jets. Yeah, they don't have they don't have the hard stuff that the maximum security has. You that's know, the great. dips and everything. That's, so that's really good. So, all right. Well, I I mean, I, I'm glad to know that about you. I, yeah. I, you know, I I can envision you coming out of maximum security. You're a tattoo guy. Yeah. Although, yeah. You know, you, you know, I don't have any. You but don't yes, have I any, envisioned myself with a lot of tattoos. I think you'd have just. A boatload Everywhere. of facial tattoos. Yes. You'd come out Tear jacked. Drop. Teardrop. Teardrop right, right eye. Uh, maybe a spider web on your elbow. Maybe so. Yes. Yep. So. Mm. All right. Great question. I appreciate that. Great that's, that's my segment. Huh. Can I throw it back at you? Can, what would you do? I'd go maximum security. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you yeah. probably like it in there. Yeah, I've got about a foot on you, okay? <laughs> yes. So, uh, you know, I don't think the job of walking in there and beating up the biggest guy is the, the most appropriate thing, but I think you can navigate it uh, without getting in too much trouble. Mm-hmm. Kind of... I think most of the people. Yourself. I think most of the people in jail. Now, we are, t- we are talking about aggravated assault and you stabbing somebody with the ship. So what you are might you in for? And the dude took the last <laughs> cantaloupe, so I just stab him twenty three times, right? So, I, you know, I don't know anything about jail, but I imagine if you keep your head down and you, you know, you associate with the crowd that you're supposed to associate with, probably you, survive. You could probably survive. Yeah. You might have to get a tattoo or two. You may have to smuggle <laughs> something in, you know, in places you don't want to. Right. But right. I'm going for five years, and I'm getting out. And uh, I'll so come when you're visit. out, you can come visit I'll me come at minimum visit security. Oh, and I was saying, look at what the tattoo I got. I got the spider web <laughs> on my elbow. I got the teardrop. You know, everything you wanted, Chad. <laughs> everything so, you wanted. That's so hilarious, Hank. Oh, I love it. <laughs> let's stay on this just because this just popped in my head. So let's say, because we just did the cantaloupe stabbing. Let's say you're a, an NBA basketball player. All right. Would you rather have your career, say you have a 15-year career where you're solid and steady as a rock. Let's say almost like a P.J. Tucker. He's playing right now. He's been in the league, I think, 14 years. Averages about 8 to 12. Gives you about eight boards a game. He'll play 32 minutes a game. He starts, you know, solid contributor. Right. But never – Horace Grant. Well, yeah, okay, okay. I mean, he might even be a little higher scale than P.J. Tucker, but nice career, solid right. across the board. Players want to play with them. Coaches want to coach them. They want you on your team. Or would you rather be the dude that lasted in the league maybe five to six years and had these moments of stardom where he was the best player in the world for that one day, you know, that one night. And it happened maybe a couple times a month or whatever, just the best. But then he'd have those days that he would get you four and seven turnovers, right? Stephon Marbury. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. That's that's weird. That's exactly what I was thinking of. What kind of – and again, remember that at his heyday, dude, the they, they would say, this is the best point guard in the league. Yeah. But zero consistency, yep. and obviously his career Steve fizzled Francis, out. Francis, same Thank kind God, of guy. Same kind of thing. Just the best in the world could be the worst in the world. And actually, players probably didn't really want to play with you much, nah. and coaches definitely didn't want you on nah. the team. The fans would love you or hate you like P.J. Tucker or Horace Grant. They love you always because you put in the time and do the work. Who would you rather put be? me in for the long haul? Yeah, I'm a long haul guy. I, I, PJ Tucker's probably making 16 a year. Yeah, right. Probably over his career, he's probably made over 120 easily. I bet you, Stephon Marbury has made maybe close to that, but has spent all of that. Sure. Right. So uh, put me in the long haul. Let me uh, be steady, Eddie. Yeah. Give me something to do every night. Yeah. 
I like that too. How about you? Well, what I would think is my skill level is a lot better than yours. So I would probably be more consistent and higher. Uh, so compare me to, I'm more Chris Paul. So steady and fantastic. I was thinking Muggsy Oh, <laughs> hey Spud Webb. <laughs> <laughs> that was short. I, Muggsy's career was nice. It was solid and consistent. Spud, Spud Webb. Was too. Spud, but he didn't last long. He was like one slam dunk contest, couple years in the league, and out. But yeah, I'd go I mean, Chris Paul. On. You're more like uh, Kelly Trapuca ish, you know, Kelly Trapuca. That's kind of like your speed. I was thinking Rex Chapman. Oh, we had no, to go to not that even Hornets close. Team. Not even close to Rex Chapman. We had to do that Hornets not team. even close, Hank. Like, but like uh, Kurt Rambis. Uh, Kurt Rambis, yeah, more of a Laker than a Hornet. But yes, I can see that. There was also dude named Tom Tolbert that uh, your career probably very comparable. Two years in the league, out <laughs> doing porn movies now. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I did not know that. I'm glad you're on the cutting edge of B <laughs> Tom, celebrities. Tobert, yes, yes, yes. Um, so hey, wow, we are just moving right. How do right. we transition? How do we from tr- exactly? That? Where does the segue here? Tuxes this week. <laughs> Bingo! Exactly what we're going for here, Hank. So sometimes in Bornos they wear tuxes. <laughs> <laughs> not for long. So I'm going back to back weekends having to wear. A tuxedo. Do you like getting dressed up? I do every once in a while. Did, I, do, I mean, I like I it. I don't really like it, but I like ahead. I like it every once in a while. Not two weekends in a row. Yeah. I mean, in a tux. In a tux. And you see, the problem you got is you wear a white tux. You make yeah. one wrong move. Yeah. That jacket scarred for that next that next weekend. Sure. So it's at the dry cleaners right now. Okay. Um. So I was anyway. I don't want to bore you with my fashion sense, but. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Ready to be bored? Yep, here we go. I'll just let it slide. I'm just trying to determine the gray tux jacket, white tux jacket, or black jacket. I've worn the white one the last couple times. Black ones I've had since, you know, probably 12 years. It's really puffy. You know, it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's got like shoulder pads. It's like back from the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Or the gray I've never brought up, broke out before, so maybe the gray. It's newer? It's newish. So it's tailored? A little bit more tailored to okay. this uh, athletic body so that I'm rocking in. Not a lot of fabric in. on that, too. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, not a lot. Not a lot of fabric. But anyway, we'll see. It'll be special on Saturday. So when I see you, I think we might be at the same event. See you wearing the same oh, old pl- the same I, plain black tuxedo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. You're, yes, remember, you're solid. 15-year career, I'm solid. You're a vet. Solid. You're a vet. A vet. Yeah. I can't watch. The suspense is killing me not knowing what jacket you're going to wear on Saturday. Oh. Do we need to talk about the shoes? I mean, should we talk about the shoes? No, I think we'll see each other's <laughs> shoes when we see them. Can't wait, Hank. Can't wait. So, um, you know, we've talked about the lunar eclipse. We've talked about UFOs. We've talked about apps for desserts. We've talked about tuxedo wearing. Can we talk about end-of-the-year festivities for the kids, right? Because we got one more week of school. What are we looking forward to, right? What, what is Harris going to do that last day of school? Do y'all go to the beach? Do y'all go to the pool? You come back to the house, make uh, homemade ice cream. What do we do at the Imer's house the last day of school? Last day of school, we leave school and immediately get some kind of treat. Sure. Cookout. Yep. Pelican, shake, snowball. Pelican, something yep. like that. Yep. And then we empty everything out of the book bag straight into the trash. No kidding. Straight in the this trash. This is a ritual at the yes. Imer's household. Okay. We don't need that anymore. Right. Colored pencils down to the nubs. Gone. Toss them. Glue. We got quarter of an inch left of the glue stick. Gone. gone. Yes. All right. So we get, toss all that stuff. Like shake it all out. Mm-hmm. 
put it on the back of the door in the bedroom. Yes. Won't see you for a couple more months. Wow. Right? Love it. So we rid ourselves of school. And then uh, we don't go immediately on a trip. We go. We usually go to the beach July, August, because um, we're playing baseball. And mm-hmm. then we're going, you know, this year we're going to Cooperstown. Yeah. And so we've fun. got it a couple weeks after. But Harris has been invited maybe a day or two or the next week to Carowinds. Yeah. And I imagine Carowinds, that last week in May is going to be pretty crazy. Pretty busy. Pretty busy. Didn't you just go to Carowinds a we, couple weeks ago? We did. Let me ask you this, because I haven't, you know, Lucy Rose, big Carowinds person. I'm starting to do a little printing for Carowinds, so I have a pass now. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're going to try to go in August for sure. But, but anyway, before then. Any new rides? I know the Fury is the newest, but is there anything new? Or did no, you ride the Fury? I didn't ride the Fury. It was a pretty long wait. I, yeah. We did. We walked in and we did. What is the? Uh, what is the Earnhardt one? Intimidator. The Intimidator, which is great roller coaster. It's a great roller coaster. It's awesome. fast. Yes, dude, it is. It's it's, it's, it's awesome. intimidating. It is awesome roller coaster. They, from what I understand, the Fury is better though. So the Fury is very similar to Intimidator. The first drop is just bigger. Yeah, and faster. And they said it's not. Like it's not as um, jerky. It's smoother. Smooth. It's smoother. Yes. Yeah. I um. So I don't love heights. Don't love heights. Okay. I went on the Intimidator, and they were like, "Let's run to the Fury." <laughs> I was like, "Run on, boys!" <laughs> they ran, and there was about fifty people in between Ooh, us and them. And I was the like, Fury. "All right, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." Yeah. So I mean, I don't. I'll do rides, but I'm not trying to find the biggest, fastest rides in the country. That's yeah. not my deal. I love every ride I've done from Universal to Disney to Carowinds, but I'm not searching out them big ones. You're more of a log flume guy. I do love a You're log flume. You're a log flume. flume. I can see you loving a log flume I ride. I don't want to get upside down yeah. and it stop and me sit there for an hour. Yeah. Or have to walk down a track. Yeah. Yeah. I have this recurring dream, Hank. There is this new ride at Carowinds, and I've had this dream before this ride was at Carowinds. What's I don't know called? where it's so remember the old swings, you know, it just swings. Yeah, yeah. Well now they have the new swings where it takes you. Have you seen this thing? You are so high oh, in the yeah. sky, and then you're and then the it, the kind of swings pop out like this. Oh, yeah. And you are go all right. I have this dream probably once a month. I'm on this ride, and I've had this dream since high school. See the bolts getting starting to get loose on them? It's not that I can see them, but I can hear them, and I can kind of feel like, oh, my gosh, something is, you know, I'm feeling loose. Whoa. And all of a sudden, it turns, and whoo, I just fly off the ride. And I and in the dream, I'm like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And I'm feeling weightless. I'm floating through the air. And I remember seeing a body body of water. Like if I can just make it to the water, if I can like, just make you, it to the water. If you have any like, <laughs> exactly. if I swim, <laughs> yes. do the if swim I move. Fly like this, I can make it. And right before I hit, and I'm so <laughs> close, like I don't know in my dream if I'm really gonna make it or I'm just gonna splat right on the ground. I'll wake up. And so I never know if I make it to the water or not. Oh. But it is that dream that I fly off those swings. It's scary. You know what? What's that mean, Hank? Maybe that means what does that, that mean? professionally you're shooting for the lake. And that's that's the degree of success you're looking for. And if you fall short, it's all for nothing. Mm. But I'll tell you this. Mm. We'll put you back on that ride. And we'll <laughs> fling you towards that lake one more time. Let's keep on trying. We'll Hank. just keep Let's flicking keep you towards that lake. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Well, thank I, you. Yeah, listen, I think you've done a great job with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm sure there's some psychotherapist out there yeah. now, right now, saying we need to get Chad on the watch <laughs> list because he could be a problem. Well, 
you know, let's, let's add to my half alien concept that I, you know, that people think I am. Do you do you remember your dreams? Like, do you dream vividly? Yeah, I mean, sometimes I don't, but yeah, I, I do have it where I do remember them. And how does it have to be really powerful for you to remember? Or do you feel like you can when you wake up in the morning? Can you remember? Oh my gosh, I remember that dream. And sometimes it'll dissipate quickly, but at least you remember it when you wake up. Yes, depend. Well, there's plenty of dreams that I wake up like at 2 a.m. because I have to go to the bathroom or, sure. you know, or I wake up and I have to go, and I go, ah, ah, ah. all right, all right, all right. Just a dream. Yeah, go back to sleep. Can and you get back into that dream? Usually you don't get back into the dream. Usually, but some people can. <laughs> you can. I can get back into the dream. It's crazy. So I'll wake up if the dream is really real. And I'm telling you, it's always, it's like the dreams. I'm, they're trying to teach us a lesson, teach me a lesson. That's what they say about dreams. And I believe it, that if it's so powerful and I will make myself get up, I'll make, try, I'll wake up. Oh my God, this is not real. It's just a dream. But I'll close my eyes and think to myself, let's get back in there. I'll fall right back in that dream. I want to be back in that roller derby. Yes. I want to get back in that get, disco. Get, whatever <laughs> it might be. But anyway, we'll have a whole segment dreams on dreams charlie henry do you know charlie henry he dreams like me mm -hmm. and we talk about it all the time there's a lady at my work that dreams like me and so we we talk about dreams olivia dreams like me jennifer lucy rose no dreams they don't dream zero dream what they don't they can't remember their they don't they dream everybody dreams but right. they don't remember they it like it. they can't recall it yes so anyway it's a special skill but we'll have a special dreams um big fan and also Olivia's science teacher, Mr. Ruff, I, heard, I know you're listening because I heard you're our second biggest fan, wants to come join our podcast where we learn a little bit about everything in science. About science? Yes. Like UFO if, guy? Is he a UFO I, guy? I, I, we'll ask him. Okay. I'm not sure. I know he knows about plants and animals. And so the first thing we're going to ask him, if a giraffe and a wildebeest were in a ring and sure. one of them has to live or die, who's winning that fight? Poison Ivy versus Venus Flytrap. Bingo. Don't you want to know? I'm sure it. the audience wants to know. So we'll it. bring Mr. Ruff in here. He's getting ready to start summer vacation too. So one of our summer episodes, special science episode. Science, summer science. Summer science episode. All right. Yeah. Have we missed anything today, Hank? I don't believe so. I think we're uh, we're well on our way. Yeah, I think we've done a fine job here. So we, you know, we're coming to we have a new schedule now. So now it's going to be a firm two weeks in the summer. Instead of me, you know, knocking off this week because of this or that, we're going to try to keep it firm, firm two, two weeks. every two weeks. And okay. I think the day is a Wednesday at three. Okay, where we'll broadcast. All right, that's been on my calendar for the last. Yes, two years, I, so. I need to start making that happen. And the other thing I really wanted to say: so our producer Moose has put on a heck of a show. You know, he has this thing called the Hum. They've got so far they had some of the coolest bands. The light and sound is phenomenal too. In the next few weeks, they've got some big ones coming up, Hank. Doozies. Doozies. So I know this weekend, the twenty first is called the Local Boys. They played at Merle Fest. They're supposedly really, really good. It's this Saturday. All kinds of great stuff in Hickory. There's a big food truck rally. And right after the food truck rally, pop on down to the hum. It'll be phenomenal. Is the food truck rally downtown? It's downtown. Okay. Yep. The next, the one that I, we're pretty excited for because my wife is a big fan and her birthday falls right around this time. This is the Bon Jovi cover band, Shot Through the Heart, June 4th on Saturday at the hum. I'm telling you, this one's going to be special. I don't know if I want to break this news or not, but let's just say there's word on the street that we could potentially have a dress up. You know, it's John the Bon Jovi was around the 80s. Maybe we all dress up in our 80s gear. So let's 
Let's plan on that. Hey, we're breaking it right now. Breaking news. Breaking news. For the June 4th event, Bon Jovi, band called Shot Through the Heart, dress up in your finest 80s wear, and let's just have us a party. You're talking about like leather vests? Whatever you got. We have big hair would work, yes. Leather vests? Yeah. That kind of stuff? I think so. Maybe some like boots? Maybe, yeah. Or, I mean, you could dress up like Prince. Prince was 80s. Dress up like Prince. You can be Apollonio. I'll uh, I'll be Prince. We'll come in together on my motorbike. Little Michael Jackson outfit. Maybe, if you need to. Whatever you need. Jazzercise. Jazzercise. That looks pretty good, yeah. We we got all kinds of suggestions up here. Yeah, so anyway, y'all check out the home. It is fabulous. It's a a night you won't forget. And tickets are very reasonable. Kids come in free. Got beer truck. Got food everywhere. Anyway, it's a blast. Uh, Anything else happened with you this weekend? Uh, uh, Actually, we're... Uh, broadcasting a little bit early because I have a funeral to go to tomorrow, which is a part of life that we, you know, we don't necessarily love to, uh, to have, but it's certainly a part of it. And I will tell you, um, you know, out of anything bad, something good comes out of it. And, um, we lost my brother-in-law's dad earlier this week. And one of the craziest things is, is that my brother-in-law and sister-in-law's 12 year old daughter, the day after he passed said that she wants to read at his funeral. Mm-hmm. Now, this is going to be a big funeral. 400 people. Wow. He's a well-loved, well-liked, great man. And uh, to have a 12-year-old come up and say that they want to talk about their mm-hmm. pod right after is pretty powerful. And I'm, I'm, the celebration of his life is going to be amazing. They're a great family. But uh, we're going down. I'm leaving after today. It's tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, to, to be with him. Well, he, she, she must have really loved her grandfather. So that's what a... A wonderful show of respect and love for him for her to do that. So please tell Carson and his family we're thinking of him. Yes. Do. Yep. And to all the listening audience, thank you for checking out Big Fan, and we'll look forward to coming back to you for a special after school summer edition in two weeks. Nice. nice. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.